everyone. How are you today? It's a privilege for me to be here, so thank you very much. Um, if we can imagine that today, uh, if we were in the uh, Jesus time, um, today probably is the day where Jesus uh, was showing up himself to many of his disciples, right? So I want you to imagine that. And, um, you know, I, I believe that there's one strong message that Jesus wants every one of us to understand, the disciples at that time and the disciples today, which is all of us. Uh, I believe he wants to say this, that I have taken the cross to redeem your sin. But I have not completed my journey just by dying on the cross. I have completed your victory because I have resurrected from the death. Amen? So if I, you can show the slide. So I want to say that God the Son took the cross to redeem our sin. But He did not finish there. Because if He just died without rising again from the death, what hope we have today? Amen? But because He has emptied the tomb, and therefore we believe and we know that our victory is complete in Him. Next. So today, if you come to the church, you ponder yourself about your life. I'm trying to aim for victory in my work. I'm trying to aim for victory in my finance. I'm trying to aim for victory when I educate my child, for my family, for every breakthrough that we want in our life. Today, Jesus wants to start with this, that we, children of God, do not live for victory, but we live from the victory of Christ. Amen? So we have victorious life. And when we talk about victorious life, it's not only about having an eternal life in heaven, but we also need to believe that we have victorious life while we are on earth. So we have to stand on our position today and say to ourselves that I have my victory in Christ. So I don't stand when I go to office, I don't work for victory. I go to office with the victory in my hands. Amen? So, I, I, I think we, we really need to understand our position in Christ because many people, including myself, sometimes we just have to remind ourselves again and again and again. Because when we understand that we stand in the victory of Christ, that fear that we have will fade away. We will feel secure in God. Amen? Whatever we do, whatever we try to decide, we know that God is with us. And today, this is the good news that Jesus wants every one of us to understand. And you might imagine, how can I know that I have that victory in my life? And that's exactly the same question 
what the disciples asked themselves. When Jesus spoke to them, they were so happy because Jesus resurrected from the death. They thought that's the victory that they have, that Jesus will always be together with them forever. A visible Jesus and become a king. But that's not what Jesus meant. So if we go to the next slide. So today, we want to learn about why we have to believe that we live from the victory of Christ. Because when Jesus was about to ascend to heaven, this is one of the last words that Jesus spoke to his disciples. Shall we read together? One, two, three. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. There are three parts that we need to understand from this verse. The verse that we have heard probably many, many times. And this is Jesus' promise to the disciples that it has already happened and it is with us today in our life. Amen. And we all know the Holy Spirit, right? So in this verse, when the disciples heard about these two verses, they didn't probably understand very well what's the meaning of this because it has yet to happen at that time. But today, that Pentecost has already happened and the gift has been given to all of us. So three questions. Who is the Holy Spirit? What are the roles of the Holy Spirit? And where is the Holy Spirit? Because if we understand the Holy Spirit in our life, we can then believe, really believe, yes, God, I'm not living for victory. I'm living from victory because Holy Spirit is right there. All right? So there are three parts. We go back to the slide. The first part is really... Um, this verse, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. If we look into the, the word that when Jesus spoke, the word ask actually is an earnest request. So it is not a usual request from Jesus. It is an earnest request, deep from his heart, his own passion, his own desire. And it said that it's from someone with special relationship. So it is a very deep, compassionate request from someone that has so special relationship with the Father. And in this context, we understand that Jesus display himself as the Son of God. So God the Father and God the Son. And say that, and he will give you another advocate. The disciples did not want another advocate. They wanted Jesus, a visible Jesus. Jesus, you must be with us. No, not other advocate. But Jesus said in the Word, I will give you another of same kind. 
same kind. What does it mean? It has the same kind to Jesus. Because at that time, the disciples were looking to Jesus. And Jesus said, the same kind. And why same kind? Because at that time, Jesus was in the form of man. And Jesus was speaking about him in the form of spirit. Amen? So we need to understand this um, revelation that when, if we say, where is Jesus? Jesus is the spirit of truth. He revealed himself in the form of spirit right now. We cannot see him, but he is right there. We can feel him and we know that he is there. So that is what we call as faith. Right? Now, just to elaborate a little bit more. So in this case, we have seen the form of God the Father, God the Son, and now the same kind that Jesus promised, God the Holy Spirit. Now, you know, um, uh, how many of you have um, children in primary school or secondary schools? Just raise up hands. All right, my first girl uh, is in primary four. And you know, um, every exam time is also an overtime for me. <laughs> right? Because I need to go back from office and sit down with my girl and then do another job, being a teacher. <laughs> right? And in primary four, she learned signs about the three states of matter. Right? Gas, liquid, and solid. Right? When we talk about God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, no illustration can describe how these three in one form perfectly. Right? No illustrations can describe perfectly. But when I look into her science paper, right, and I say the three states, next, the three states of matters, right? There is a liquid, gas, and solid. They are coming from the, these three states come from the same matter, right? Water changed into gas, changed into solid. There's a cycle. Now, they are from one, but they are in three different states. And this is so limited because it can only have one state at one time. But our God doesn't work that way. Alright? Our God is omniscience, omnipotent. He can, be here in, he can be here in this room right now in every single of our heart at the same time, in heaven at the same time, because He is God. But when we look into this, it's one matter, three states. So if we can imagine the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, when Jesus spoke to his disciples, I'll give you the same kind. And he's speaking to us. I have given you the same kind. Myself, but revealed in the form of Spirit. Understand this? All right. So that tells that the Holy Spirit is God. God the Father, 
God the Son, God the Holy Spirit is one. So if we ask, Jesus, come to me, in fact, Jesus is already in us in the form of Spirit. Okay? So next, the next thing that we would like to learn is this. He said that he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. Now, if we understand the word advocate form four roles, counselor, comforter, helper, and intercessor. And these are the roles of the Holy Spirit in our life. Okay? And it said that these four roles will be revealed to men. That means it is feasible. His manifestation is feasible in our day-to-day -day life. So we can feel Him. We can, be, we can understand that He is there. So let's learn that one by one, all right? The first one is counselor. You know, I, I, I spoke with um, one of my friends uh, sometimes back, and uh, she's a counselor. So when I spoke to her as a counselor, and she, I, I, I told him that, wow, you know, you're so amazing. You help so many people, counseling, you know, helping those who are in distress, in depressions, and so on. And she said that, actually, it's a very tough job. <laughs> I almost quit. And I said, why? I said, I'm so stressed listening to all the distress from other people. You know? And many times, it haunted me. And that's why in counseling, she shared with me, we always have a quarterly self-checkup. Seriously, a quarterly self-checkup whereby the counselor will be consulted by the more senior counselor. And I say, why? Yes, because there are many counselors need to be consulted. And they are so stressful. And this is one of the code of ethics in counseling, right? The rule of self-checkup. <laughs> Every three months, a counselor needs to be consulted. But you know what? Our God will never worn out. Amen? He is our true counselor. He doesn't have to be consulted because He is God. And not only that He is God who is far, He is God who is here in our heart, in our life. So I want you to imagine God that is the source of all wisdom dwells in our life. So whenever we need any advice, whenever we are at home, in office, in our community, when we need any advice, the Holy Spirit that dwells in our life stays in us. He's the counselor who never won out, who will always listen to us and give us that advice. Isn't that amazing? How do we know that little voice that speaks in our heart, that guides us? And many times we don't hear the little voice, or many times we don't ask for that little voice. So let's learn today 
to start to ask and listen to the leader voice because he's right there and he's never tired. Right? So, the slide. So, Holy Spirit, our counselor, is the source of all wisdom. The next one is comforter. Now, um, again, back to my first girl. Uh, we just went to, uh, you know, a nutritionist a few days ago because she's very worried about her height and her weight. So we got a letter from HPB, Health Promotion, uh, Promotion Board, all right? Uh, I'm not sure whether any of your child has ever received such a letter, but in the letter, it, it was stated, heavy, underweight. <laughs> okay? So it's heavy, underweight. She's primary four, but her height, to be frank, is like primary two. The size as well. She's very small, and when the nutritionist, uh, you know, um, talked to us and said that she's in the bottom 3% percentile. So she's very worried. And it affects her confidence. So what do I do as a father? I comfort her. Right? But when I comfort her, I can only carry, I can, I can only comfort her that much. But I cannot carry her burden. I cannot take her size, her height, and her weight to me and make, me a, make a mini me. I can't. I cannot transfer the height and the weight that I have to her so that she can grow taller faster. I can't. But I can comfort her. You know the Holy Spirit? He's not only comforting us. The slide, please. I would say that He also carries our burdens. Amazing. So we can rest. That's what the Bible said, right? So if you can imagine, if we try to get comfort from other people, they can only comfort us so much, but that burden is still with us. But the Holy Spirit is different. He comforts us. He carries our burden. So we become, it becomes very light on us and we can rest and have security in God, knowing that, yes, there's someone taking care of my burden. Holy Spirit is amazing. Amen. The third one is helper. Again, back, I, I love to tell a story about my children because I learned so much from uh, their experience and my experience with them. You know, in every uh, exam time, on every assessment, I'm able to guide her for math, for English, and for science. But there's one subject I have given up myself, Chinese. No matter how hard I try, I will not be able to guide her in her Chinese. <laughs> I'm trying to help her, but there's so much I can do. You know the best what I can do? 
I take my phone, I type Google Translate. <laughs> and the teacher at school say, don't ever try to use Google Translate because it's very inaccurate. But I don't have any other choice. And you know what? When we talk about the Holy Spirit as our helper, all right, the Holy Spirit as our helper, He's not just helping what man can do. He helps beyond what man cannot do. And that is called miracles. Amen? Holy Spirit is the source of miracles in our life. There are many impossible things that man cannot do. But when we trust the Holy Spirit, when we know that we have a helper in our life, impossible things become possible because Holy Spirit is in us. The slide. So we say that provides what man cannot do and give. No matter how much I want to help my girl in Chinese, I can't. No matter how much I try to do to learn Chinese, I have given up as well. But our Holy Spirit, who stays in us, He does beyond what man can do. He gives us miracles. And why we can trust that miracles are possible? Because it is His own promise. If we believe God is God, God is true, God has integrity, we should believe that His promise will always be true. And therefore, miracles shall, all, shall happen in our life. Amen? So we should have that understanding. The last one, intercessor. You know, when Jesus um, talked to the disciples, He said that I need to Go back to my home and I will do one thing for you to intercede. Is that amazing? So Jesus right now in heaven is listening to every prayer. If I am Jesus, I will be overwhelmed. <laughs> How many re prayer requests we have every single day? But thank God that He is not human. He is the true God. And not only that He is interceding in heaven, He gives us His own Spirit right here. And therefore, when we pray, that's why people always say, prayer is so close. Why? Because the intercessor is right here. And He Himself is God. So amazing. Amen? So, we can always pray and believe that it's not only that He intercedes for us, but He is the source of the answer. In fact, He is the answer. So, can you imagine? Can we imagine that when we pray, the answer is already in us? He will enable us to understand that. Now, I want to close with the last point. Next. You know, many times in our life, we wonder, yeah, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you know, it's so abstract. I could not imagine. 
or I don't feel. I don't know where he is. But, but Jesus said in this verse, you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. Now, I love this verse and I love the meaning. Let's ponder together. The Bible says that he stays with us. That's the first one. Not only he stays, he waits for us. And he endures because of us. It's amazing. So, Holy Spirit stays in us. He waits and he endures for us. And it's not only something abstract. Because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit operates from the inside. So when we try to find God, we don't have to imagine that God is so far in heaven. He said that He's inside us and He operates in us. Amen? Now, I want you to imagine this, that God, the Holy Spirit, God Himself, because of His promise, He stays in us. He doesn't leave us. And He waits for us. That's why the Bible says, where can I go to leave you, God? Even if I try to hide to the ends of the earth, you are still there for me. Why? Because of His love for you and for me. He waits for us to come to Him. When was the last time we truly come to Him and surrender our life? When was the last time we feel His presence and allow the Holy Spirit to work in our life. He is waiting right now. Amen. And many times in our life, we intend to do what we think is right. Though we know as Christians, the things that we intend to do is not right. But we will still do it sometimes. Right? And what happened to the Holy Spirit? I believe that He is upset. But what the Bible says, He endures that because of His love to us. So much love, so much grace. And that's why when we understand that, we want to love Him back. We want to live for Him. We want to worship Him. We want to do things that God say we need to do. We don't want to let Holy Spirit to endure a lot more for our life. Amen? Holy Spirit stays. He waits. Right now, He's waiting. In fact, before we came to this place, the Holy Spirit has been waiting for our response to Him. Amen? And... The Bible says that He will operate from the inside. So we don't need to look that far. 
is right there, right here in our heart. Slide, please. Uh, can I have the keyboardies? Thank you. Next. No, before that. So there are three things that we would like to remember. Whenever we feel dry in our spiritual life, whenever we are far from God, whenever we are in distress, whenever we need someone to console us, to comfort us, to help us, always remember, Holy Spirit stays, He waits, and He endures. What a great love. Amen? Such a wonderful love. Next. And next. The slide, please. Yes. I would like to close with this. The Holy Spirit is not abstract. Yes, we cannot see Him. But He operates inside us. So, He operates His supernatural works through us. And if we believe that we are the salt and the light of the world, we should believe that we stand from the victory of Christ. We do not leave ourselves any longer. We may have a lot of challenges in our life, but if we know that we are not alone, if we know that He stays, He waits, and He endures, if we know that He operates from inside us, whatever we do, he will make it successful. All challenges that we have can be resolved. So never give up in life because we have Holy Spirit. Never ever give up. I always teach my girl, there's one word that we don't say in our life because we are children of God. Give up. No giving up in Jesus Christ. No matter how hard the trials are. There's no word giving up in our life because the Holy Spirit, God Himself, stays in us. He operates in us. And what's the most amazing part? He will let it shine in the natural world. And therefore, we can be the salt and the light of this world. People must see that children of God is so different from the world. We should stand from the victory of Christ. We shouldn't struggle so much and try hard ourselves. We should just surrender our life to Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, console me, comfort me, help me. And I believe you are interceding for me. Amen? Now, in the past, when I pray, many times I say this prayer, Jesus, 
give me peace. Jesus, give me self-control. Jesus, give me joy. But the moment I understand that the Spirit of God is in me and operates through me, I change the way I pray. I say this, Jesus, I know the peace is already in me. Activate that peace. You know, many times in our life, we just have to activate. We just have to cooperate together with the Holy Spirit. We don't need to ask for peace in a way that peace is not with us. Can you understand this? The peace is already in us. But why we cannot feel that peace? Because we do not let that peace to activate himself. We wander around where's the peace, where the peace is so close in our heart. The same thing with joy. So the fruit of the Spirit, love. Love is already in us. Joy, peace. What else? Forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. They're already in us. Right here. Amen. So may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Shall we bow our head right now? Jesus. I know Holy Spirit is here right now. Some of you came to this place with heavy burdens. You have tried to come to many people to seek for help. Today, the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. I am your comforter. I am your counselor. I am your helper. Come to me. Come to me. Some of us came to this church spiritually so dry, been a Christian for many, many years, but seldom experienced the presence of God. So our spiritual life becomes dry. God seemed to be so far away. It's not because God is far. God is right there. He's waiting right now. He's, he's been enduring for your response, for our response. And let today be our response. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill this place. Fills my heart. On in five, yes. Fill this place as we worship you. 
Let today be the day of our response to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Touch every open heart. Touch every open heart. Holy Spirit, fill this place. Sweet Spirit, fills my heart. Let your presence fill this place. Let the music plays right now. Everyone close your eyes. Let's wait upon the Lord right now. Holy Spirit, I pray, speak to every heart. If you come to the church with heavy burdens, You almost give up of something in your life. And you want to say, Lord, I need your help. Holy Spirit, activate yourself in me. Let me feel your presence right now. If you are that person, while everyone closing their eyes, just raise up your hands where you are. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you come to the church and the Holy Spirit is reminding you right now, you've been so far from me. I've been waiting for you. I've been enduring in you. And today you want to say, Holy Spirit, forgive me. Let your presence, let your presence be with me. I want to come back to you. If you are that person, just raise up your hands where you are right now. Let the Holy Spirit see your hands. Thank you. Thank you. Let us stand up together right now. Let's spend a few moments to just worship Him. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you. Holy Spirit comes right now. Looking for every heart. I love you. I love to worship you. He's coming right now to every open heart. I worship you. Jesus, I worship you. 
give all of my heart and all of my soul. I love you. Shall we worship him? Shall we exalt his name right now? One more time. I worship Come on. Jesus. Let's worship him. With all of my heart and all of my soul, Holy Spirit, touch every heart right now. I love you. I would love to worship you. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, fill this place, sweet Spirit. God is lifting up that burden right now. Raise up your hand. God is giving you new hope, new joy. If you have tried to find peace, the peace is already there in you. Just speak to Him. Just speak to Him and surrender our life today. Sweet Spirit. If we have tried ourselves, the Holy Spirit helps you today. As we worship you, as we worship you, Holy Spirit. ordinary Christian but to be your disciples help us to understand how close you are in us let you reveal yourself in every person who come today when they go back home they understand they are never alone in their life the Spirit of God waits, stays, and endures because your love is so amazing. We give thanks, Jesus. Give thanks, Jesus. <laughs> 